Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and welcome to Monday. Man, as April is maybe just as crazy as March was, the madness continuing. Uh, the Dow, which was down just under a thousand points on Friday, down another four hundred more today. Uh, the NASDAQ, uh, new lows here, uh, below 13,000. Uh, the, the, the Dow right near the lows of the year. Uh, same with the S&P. Uh, none of it looking, uh, very good today. A massive sell-off everywhere. Commodities, gold, silver, oil, uh, China announcing massive lockdowns. Uh, this was something we thought was maybe ending. It's actually getting worse. Uh, Shanghai, which has been seemingly locked down for like the last month. Uh, Beijing uh, announcing they're locking down. We could, we, we could see a situation where China's got more people locked down then the United States has people. Uh, there's going to be massive, massive ramifications from that. Uh, the, you know, we, we thought supply chain problems were bad uh, already. Things are going to get much, much worse. I saw uh, a satellite image, and it looked it looked like thousands of ships. And I, I'm, and I know it wasn't, but it looked like thousands of ships. All, you know, waiting empty uh, as the Chinese ports uh, all over the country uh, were, were just shut down. Uh, this is going to be a big deal. We have major currency problems. We, we talked about uh, the Japanese yen. Uh, today it was Australia's turn. Their currency uh, has blown up. And, and again, I think this is going to be a global thing. We're going to have blowing up currencies all over the globe because, let's face it, in order to get a digital currency, you got to blow it all up first, right? 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. And uh, I'm joined like I am every day with my partner in Colorado, Jason. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, already, what a, it was a crazy finish to the markets on Friday, and and the craziness continues today. Hey, Joe, Jason's busy right now, but he'll be in the oh. next segment. All right. Hey, it's live radio. You never know what you're going to hear. Uh, and, and, again, I think the, the biggest thing uh, when we, we look at, at, at the sell-off uh, just today, uh, Deer, Starbucks, Kellogg's, Facebook, all getting downgraded. Google and Microsoft uh, getting hammered. We know what happened uh, to Netflix. Uh, the, these were uh, some of the companies that were the big leaders out there. Uh, and with more shutdowns happening in China, that's going to pressure Apple, Amazon. A lot of worries about Amazon uh, as workers continue to start the unionization process, they want to get paid. Listen, $15 isn't enough. $20 isn't enough. We're probably at this point, not probably, with the inflation that we're seeing, I mean, we're going to need wages, $30, $40. You know, my uncle used to say there's going to come a time when the fast food workers become 
the unions uh, that the old, like the old unions. Remember the the auto workers and the steel workers, right? Uh, and, and think about it. Starbucks is unionizing, right? Uh, people like McDonald's are threatening to unionize. Amazon workers threatening to unionize. All of these things, and the realities are uh, they're not able to make enough money to survive. And the price of everything going crazy, I will say, I guess if you want to call it a good thing for the lockdown in China, crude oil Right, as, as again, we got to remember who's the number one consumer of crude oil. It's not us; it's the Chinese. Well, crude oil is down six dollars today, uh, back to like ninety-five dollars and change. You know, it's kind of funny. Crude oil now back to where it pretty much was, pretty close to where it was when the whole Ukraine-Russia invasion started. And, and it's all about the fact that, let's face it, if Shanghai's lockdowns are, are continuing. Now it's Beijing. Now it's all por- spreading across China. Uh, the, the crude oil demand is going to fall at least for a while. Obviously, the problem is these things aren't going to last, and it's going to create a different problem uh, with the supply chain. This is actually, it, it could be worse. And what I mean by that is by the time the lockdowns end, Right then, crude oil is going to make a huge rally. It's got to. We understand that part. But what are the effects of uh, in the supply chain uh, that's going to happen? These worked. These are the worst lockdowns yet, uh, and that's saying something. And again, uh, it, at least to me, it proves lockdowns don't work. Nobody has been worse about lockdowns than China. I mean, when China locks it down, they lock it down. And it's still uh, not stopping the spread of it, but it is causing uh, major issues in the currency markets. Uh, Beijing actually stepped in today uh, on the renminbi, uh, but of course they want lower renminbi because it, you know when when you're a producer, you like a lower currency versus like us as a we're a consumer, right? We really don't make anything here anymore. Uh, you you want to have that be a little stronger, but they actually uh, kind of put a floor in today as they've been letting their currency drop as well. Uh, but I think really the biggest problem, uh, it, it started in Japan. It's not going to end with Japan. But we'll, we'll talk all about it when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800 951 Radio News Hour. Right now, gold is down 33. Yep. 33 uh 1898 uh we we lost uh we, we've been having higher highs higher lows uh that streak got broken uh as 1920 was breached today uh so we went back to the old higher low uh that was right around that 1888 number uh it got to 1889 close enough uh and it's now bouncing off of that level uh, and again, just allows for you to buy gold cheaper. We got twenty dollar liberties on sale today at twenty two twenty five. Uh, that's a hundred dollars. I mean, if we went back like a week ago, it's like a hundred dollars less uh, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, nothing's changed. Well, 
actually a lot of things have changed. But as far as gold and, and, and silver go, uh, not a thing has changed other than when you have massive sell-offs, uh, when you start having currencies uh, imploding like we've had in Japan and now today Australia, uh, and then you have huge moves down in, in stock prices, equity prices. you got to sell everything. Uh, I think today the move's a little more inflamed out of ch- because of China. The, the new lockdowns now in Beijing uh, to match the lockdowns in Shanghai. Listen, those two cities alone, it's over 50 million people. Well, 60 million people. I mean, these are massive uh, cities. And then it's not just theirs. It's all the other uh, outlying cities that, that have these effects. So you're seeing another leg down here. But just, just remember, the equity markets are the most overpriced that they've ever been. By, by pick whatever, whatever your favorite indicator was, right? Is it the Buffett indicator, the Case-Shiller indicator? Is it P.E. ratios? And, and the reason they gave, remember the reason they gave, was because, well, interest rates are at zero, so we can have these higher multiples. Okay, well, that's over. That, that, that ship is sailed. Could we be looking at Dow 20,000? Yeah, pretty light. And, and I, I hope it doesn't get worse than that. I think it may. Uh, and, and again, just because everything was priced to perfection. Now, there's people out there uh, that, that late last week that started to realize, uh-oh, the Fed's going to be a little tougher than we thought. And there was talk of 75 basis point rate hikes. Listen, we should hike today. Right? I mean, send the message today. Uh, but, of course, they're not going to. They're going to wait till another couple of weeks in May. They're going to stick to their little six-week schedule uh, because they really don't care. But I still think for Wall Street right now, deep down inside, they really believe the Fed will eventually chicken out. Uh, here's the problem with that. I agree they will. Listen, this thing will go the other way, but it's going to be broken first. Uh, they aren't lucky, right? They're, 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 and again, they don't want to be lucky. That's really the whole point. And I use that word because remember, that's what Janet Yellen said: the, the Fed's going to have to get lucky. Uh, and 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 again, I don't think it's going to happen. Eventually, yes, it'll go the other way, but it's not going to go the other way until it's broken. And, of course, this is why you want to keep adding to your portfolios. Do what all these other central banks are doing. Uh, those that have the commodity are the ones that, you know, it's one of those, uh, the rules of reasons to own gold, right? Those that own the gold make the rules. And, and that's really uh, what this thing's all about, 800 9510592 again if you're just joining us China announcing even more lockdowns this morning uh RoboBank was out with a note to to clients about food and the entire food system breaking down uh last week we started telling you about all these fires and it's kind of interesting that they're all fires. 
at, at U.S. processing plants and, and uh, all over the country. Matter of fact, there's been 16 of them just this year alone that I know of. And I, I, I got emails from a bunch of people saying that that uh, uh, that there were one one guy said, "Hey, these places are getting hacked, and they're deliberately uh, getting into the machinery to make the machinery overheat." Others are saying, "You know, it's uh, uh, a laser beam being guided." I don't know. It's weird. Smart. smart. And it's not just here. And here's the thing. Uh, I think the most important part. This is seemingly happening everywhere uh, across the globe. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a smart meter, is Joe. Saying, hey, what's maybe, that, Jason? Maybe it's a smart meter blowing up. <laughs> you can you can maybe. access those remotely. You can access those remotely and make them blow up. That's for sure. Some of these places are exp- uh, uh, reporting explosions too. Yeah, and and again, uh, it, it, it's very uh, hard to see how this is going to work out very well. John Deere got downgraded today because people are saying, you know what, the farmers stopped buying, or they've stopped buying equipment. And of course, the problem is, hey, if I don't think I'm going to be planting as much, right? Well, that means I've got to cut my expenses down. Uh, RoboBank is talking about the Chinese and, and, and the impact on the ports. They say there's going to be a massive slump in shipments to the United States and Europe and what they are calling a staggering scale. So this is big. This is, this is going to be worse. So remember, uh, at the height, Remember near Christmas time, Jason, we had like a hundred plus ships anchored outside yep. of ports that couldn't get unloaded. Yep. Uh, they're saying that number could be twice as big mm-hmm. once China eventually reopens, but they say the supply chain effects are going to be huge. And again, this is, uh, uh this inflationary, this, it seems like a perfect storm of events happening. And like I said, the problem is once China reopens, energy prices are going right back, Jason. Yeah, they're anchoring a lot of the ships further off the coast so that you can't see them. So they don't, that way people can't walk around there counting them. <laughs> you have to go to a site and look at the satellite view to, to, to get an accurate count, basically. But that's, uh, you know, they're going to try to hide it, Joe, I guess, for a little while. But you're right. I mean, you know, we we'll say there's 150 ships out there off of Los Angeles. There could be 350 ships uh, in a couple of months, right? Well, yeah, because there's hundreds and hundreds of ships sitting off China's ports unloaded. All those ships eventually are going to get loaded and eventually got to come over. It's it, it's going to be really interesting to watch. How about this? In the U.K., Supermarkets are now limiting the purchase of cooking oil. Indonesia announced on Friday that they are going to cancel all exports of palm oil. That is the world's largest producer of it. Of course, palm oil, that's your cooking oil. Uh, Palm oil is in a a lot of different things. Uh, uh, And, of course, uh, Ukraine has sunflower oil, which is largely... Off the markets now, uh, Western supermarkets are going to have issues. I don't know how much that affects us, per se. I do know this, right? Cooking oil is going to get a lot more expensive. Palm, without a doubt. 
palm oil Joe is used in uh, peanut butter. You know that that no stir peanut butter. You know that well, you just get it out of the jar. Yeah, they use palm oil to solidify that, or else you have to do the uh, the mixing of the the peanut oil. So that's palm oil is used in almost all peanut butter that's non stir. <laughs> a lot of yeah, other things. So there you go, and and, and a lot of other things as well. Uh, and it's kind of interesting. I think we're going uh, to really see. Uh, a, a lot of different events. I don't know. Uh, Japan is probably public enemy number one right now. Uh, a lot of stories were out, uh, really starting on Friday, that massive sell-off about how uh, at the G7 and G20 meetings, uh, the Japanese Central Bank, our Central Bank, our Treasury Department, uh, we're having meetings in, in Japan, uh, was asking for the United States to intervene. And, and here is the problem. We really can't. We're not in a position uh, to be able to intervene because we've got to what? We've got to pretend like we're fighting inflation, which means, hey, we can't. We can't help you. And, Jason, it's really causing problems all over uh, the world now. I think this is going to be one of these daisy chain events uh, where we're going to see emerging markets really get hit hard because of it. I agree, Joe. Yeah, the, when it comes to food shortages, like you're saying, uh, the the ones that are actually going to have not enough food to actually eat is going to be – you know, third world nations and, and the, the bottom of the economic ladder. So, and then us up here, we're, we're going to see prices go up. That's going to be our pain and suffering. And, uh, you know, these, these are false shortages as far as I'm concerned. This is, this, this just looks like the most, uh, prepared situation for what's getting ready to happen. And, and they need to point fingers in all directions. And like, you know, Shanghai and Beijing being closed, Joe. I mean, what a, what a great way to cause pain and suffering and supply lines and uh, inflation and the whole deal, right? Yeah, this is, again, remember, it was just about a week ago where several people were suggesting that China was being, because let's face it, everybody else in the world's kind of said, okay, lockdowns really didn't work, and and by all accounts, this, this, this strain of COVID isn't the previous strain of COVID, and that China was doing this to inflict pain uh, on the rest of the world. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. But again, I'll say this. This has been China's policy from day one. So, uh, And I look at it, same thing with Russia. You know, the Russian and the Chinese have been very, very consistent. It's really our side that's been inconsistent, right? We keep moving the goalposts, changing the rules, uh, and, and, and then saying, hey, what are these guys doing? Why aren't they changing the rules? And why aren't they moving the goalposts? Because we moved the goalposts. Why aren't they moving the goalposts? It, it's kind of, you know, really should be the other way around, shouldn't it? Yeah, Joe. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, you know I was just looking at this article uh, hey, we're going to create a whole bunch more uh, liberals and socialists because uh, Biden wants to cancel all the student debt so that the, all these kids getting out of college will uh, pay homage to the the great Democrats and Biden and because uh, they need to get them into home loans, Joe. You know, hey, we'll get we'll get them into home loans. This. I'll tell you what. Well, I'm gonna I'm glad you brought that up. I was gonna wait to the half empty cup, but <laughs> we can, we can next, wait if you want. <laughs> well, in the next segment, the next segment. I want to. I'm going to share with you uh, something from my son. You know, Joey, my oldest, is uh, graduating. What 
on the 7th of May, so whatever that, two weeks. Uh, he was in a quote-unquote competition at a school. He uh, was a finalist uh, for a $10,000 uh, re reward. I'll tell you all about it. Shouldn't shock anybody how this thing went down. Uh, it, it just tells you all you need to know about what they're trying to do to retrain uh, the the new generation and why it is we're in this mess with uh, the LBGTQ and, and the Me Too's and the political correctness and the censorship and all of those things. Uh, it, it really highlights it all. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that uh, when we get back. And then we're also going to talk, is World War III coming? I think it may be. Global military spending. New all-time record highs. And why isn't that surprising? It seems like everything we say now, it's a new all-time record high for this or a new all-time record low for that. And that's what happens. Right when you're headed for for chaos and trouble, right? You get all these new lows, all these new highs, and and it's not a good omen. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow is now down four hundred and fifty points. Uh, it was down uh, just under a thousand points on Friday. Uh, everything's really down. Really, gold. Right, gold's down a hundred bucks. Uh, when you know it hit that, uh, got to two interday high two thousand uh, dollars right now uh, eighteen ninety five. Uh, the Dow Jones is is right near uh, the lows for the year. So I think we're getting ready for the next leg down. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I'm I'm looking at all the all the uh, companies being downgraded. It's it's too bad. I can't even keep track of them all. Uh, and obviously, uh, the whole China supply chain lockdown thing having a big effect. Uh, before the break, though, I was telling you about my son. So he's a uh, getting his degree in finance. A lot of you already know he's uh, landed a full-time job at Northwestern Mutual. He advertises uh, uh, at 1360. Uh, he's uh, going to be a big part of the future there. Uh, but uh, he, he's big. He's, he's a great kid. But he's a double major. He also has a getting a minor uh, in entrepreneurship, and they have this contest at the end of the year where all these teams compete. They 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 tell you, hey, come up with an idea, come up with an idea, and make this presentation. And the winner, whatever team wins, we're going to give you ten thousand dollars. Uh, to help you uh, with this business idea of yours. Well, they make the finals. The finals were this weekend. Uh, it was on Saturday. And, uh, you know, you could watch via Zoom. You know, of course, that's how you do it now, right? Everything's a Zoom meeting. So, so I, wa I watched them all. I watched all five uh, of the presenters. And then they, they said, okay, now we're going we're gonna to make a decision. And the judges, you know, they... They went into their secret room, and about a half hour later, they come back. And, and I'm watching this play out, and I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, am I misunderstanding this whole thing? Because it was like, here's what eventually happened. Every team won. 
They just took the $10,000 and broke it up and gave away uh, 50. Everybody got at least $1,500 of the 10 grand. You know, uh, not enough money, basically not enough money for any of these kids to do anything with their ideas. But it, it was so funny because this is what my, my son wrote to me. They literally gave everybody at least $1,500. No winners these days. School is beyond liberal. I'm just laughing the whole time. Don't call it a competition if everybody won the same prize. There will be an email written by me, you know, which my son is, is very big on that. He, he obviously goes to school in Illinois. It's 90% of all the colleges out there are liberal. And maybe, it might even be 95%. But, uh, he's one of these ones. He fires off. I, I promise you this. The dean is happy my son is gone, uh, because he fires off emails about this liberal nonsense. Over and over and over again, Jason, and and, and uh, it really is disheartening because because again, why even work hard? This is the message they're sending all of these kids. This is why the schools want to get rid of grades. They want to get rid of tests, right? And, and essentially, hey, tell you what, if one kid gets an A and the other kid gets an F, we'll just give everybody a C and call it good. It's very, it's a very socialist style of of teaching kids, Joe. I mean, really, I mean, they're they're rewarding the best socialists out there. If you're really good in this socialist system, you will uh, be more successful than your son in some ways because your son's like, wait a minute, what about my work and effort and getting what I've earned? No, no, no. You must, uh, you did well, but you need to give some of that to somebody else, and then uh, then you'll really show your your true value. Giving it to somebody else, Joe. That's your that's the true value. That's the socialist system. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody. I, I, I still go back to the everybody gets the trophy as what's broken in America. Everyone doesn't get a trophy. And, and again, like I said, they essentially made it to where none of these kids could do anything. Right? Well, I mean, with $1,500, you can't build a website for $1,500. You know? I mean... What, what 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 are they going to do? I mean, it, it, it's absolutely pointless, and and I guess that was the the frustration from from my son's uh, perspective. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent. This is what's wrong with America right now. And, and you think about uh, the same thing. Wall Street's got the same mentality. They know. What the central bank did was wrong, but it benefited them. So they're like, ah, we're going to act like it's great, right? And, and, of course, now we're in this horrible situation. Look at the TV, the constant cheerleading of absolute economic nonsense. I mean, how many boom and bust do we need to live through? Because this bust, this one's really going to hurt. Because there's a lot of people out there that felt pretty good about themselves. Hey, look at my 401k. Look at my house. Life is great. Well, get, get, guess what, Jason? The rug's getting ready to be pulled out from under you. Yeah, there's a, 
there's a lot of trophy inflation going on out there, Joe. <laughs> Think about the way they used to make those trophies in the 60s and 70s, you know, a big slab of marble. They would even use brass for, you know, if you just say you were a football or basketball player, and they turned that into plastic, you know, then the base went away, you know, it's some sort of plastic, and they give it to everybody, you know. It's just I'm as just a- laughing because those old trophies. They're badass. They were, dude, they were darn near indestructible. Yeah. Today they're just absolute garbage because you know what? Guess what? The, re- the reason they're garbage is because they don't mean anything. Trophy inflation. Trophy? We got trophy inflation. (laughs) Everybody gets one. Now they have no value, Joe, just like our dollars, our Federal Reserve notes. (laughs) And, and, and again, this is what is happening. And and people, uh, and, again, they felt like, yeah, look at, you know, look at all the trophies I got. Look at my 401K. Look at my – you didn't get that. That was all make-believe. And guess what? The punch bowl's being drawn away, and all of that's going to evaporate. And the problem is you always end up with a whole lot less than what you actually started with, right? We would have been better off if, you know, we had the financial crisis. We could have fixed the system then, and they chose not to, Jason. Yeah, Joe, if the trophies had a little silver on them or maybe some gold plating, I bet everybody wouldn't be winning a trophy at that point. Uh, exactly. And now uh, military spending hitting new all-time record highs. Uh, I always get worried when that happens because that's always a precursor to what? Even more war. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 We got $20 gold pieces. Man, this is the cheapest probably in about nine weeks at least. Uh, at $2,225, uh, 10th ounce American gold eagles, right? The, the golden dimes, uh, we got those today at $250. Uh, if you want to buy a roll of 10th ounce, there's 50 in a roll, we'll go to 245. Uh, again, that's the cheapest in at least, uh, nine weeks. U.S. silver eagles, silver's down again. Got another 65 cents, uh, $23.60. I'm buying U.S. Silver Eagles at $34. So now I'm $10.40 over spot. If you want to trade silver into gold, let us know. Uh, by the way, these as long as they're untoned U.S. Silver Eagles, we, we've been paying $34. Silver was, what, twenty-five fifty. We said, hey, we're buying them at $34. No one sold any to us. At $25, still buying them at $34. At $24.50, still buying them at $34. At $24.34. Silver, of all the metals, silver absolutely does not care, Jason, what the spot price is. No, it doesn't. You know, we've been, you've been trying to get some people to to sell to us uh, over the last week or two, and and we've gotten some nibbles, and and people will uh, eventually sell some of that to us, but. But Joe, you're, you're, we're paying a, a really great yeah, price. We, we got a few inquiries. I don't know that anyway. One, one, I, we did. In fairness, we bought ten rolls, and really, it was a trade. They traded silver for gold, but th- but that was it. That was it. We had some phone calls, uh, but but now you know, think about it here. Now I'm paying ten dollars and forty cents over spot uh, for untoned silver eagles, eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two, and this is why I think it's a good trade. 
because the premium on silver, I mean, it, that's outrageous. I mean, think about it. Silver's not, it's $23.60, yet I'm going to pay ten forty over. I mean, that's, a pro, what is that, like 40% of the spot price over? Uh, so silver, the physical silver markets really are, you know, hey, silver's like $34, $35, probably where it should be already uh, trading. I, I think I, if it was me, you know, you know me. Uh, I, I like silver. I do. I just hate it because it takes up so much space. Uh, if you've got case and ca- case after case after case of silver stockpile, uh, maybe it's time to trade it in for some of these 20s that are on sale today. Uh, if you want to do that, call us, 800-951-0592. Earlier in the show, we, we, we mentioned all of these processing plants. An alert has been issued by the FBI. They're saying that the businesses in farming and agriculture are warned they should prepare to face an increase in ransomware attacks, especially at critical times during spring planting and harvest. They say ransomware gains, seeing farming and agriculture as a lucrative target, as victims would be willing to pay a ransom for a decryption key because of the time-sensitive nature of the industry. Well, let's face it. Even Look, even the criminals know, hey, the food industry is pretty vulnerable. Let, let's cash in. They're saying that a, tar, a, a tax targeting agriculture could disrupt planting and harvesting operations, uh, potentially impacting the food supply, not only for people, but also for farm animals, something that would cause a wider food supply change disruption and cause financial damages to farmers. They said since 2021, multiple agriculture cooperatives have fallen victim to these ransomware attacks. Uh, they said most recently uh, there was a attack against a multi-state grain company in March of 2022. Uh, they don't say who the company is, uh, at least in this uh, article. But uh, they also noted there was another attack on a, on a feed milling and other agri- agricultural services in February of 2022. So on top of all these fires, Jason, apparently a lot of ransomware attacks happening in agriculture right now. It's causing a lot of food insecurities, right? You know, you, you still have food, but uh, you worry about if you're going to keep on getting it, right, Joe? And this, every single news story seems to be about uh, making you feel very insecure about your food, right? Isn't it right? It's kind of interesting. Makes me, hey, and again, I know, right, I mean, maybe it's just I'm a little jaded now because a lot of times you hear about these things. This is exactly what they want to have happen, and, and, and I... I Another one of these coincidences. Hey, there's, you know, we keep talking about food and food pricing. Now all of a sudden, uh, processing plants are catching fire. And oh, by the way, the FBI is issuing alerts saying, hey, uh, ransomware attacks on the food industry are ramping up. Uh, it just seems like, uh, once again, too perfect of a, of a perfect storm, Jason. If you create a weakness, 
right now the food, uh, the food supply and, and uh, the supply lines, then those that are, uh, you know, uh, predators are going to prey upon that weakness. So, I mean, this, I would say the uh, ransomware or, or cyber attacks could be, a, you know, definitely a real thing created out of the, the, the false uh, scarcity of food that's happening, Joe. Yeah, again, we'll have to uh, watch out. Uh, By the way, crypto, there's no place to hide. Cryptos are getting bashed. Uh, The European Central Bank, uh, crypto-powered greed is leading to a lichen Ponzi description. These central bankers, right, they'll what? How dare you try to compete against us? You're the Ponzi scheme. Pazel Radio News Hour. I hope you have gold in your portfolio because all these Ponzi schemes are getting ready to crumb crashing down. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Pazel Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here wrapping it up today. Uh, the Dow now down almost 500 points here. Uh, 480 points. Uh, 33,300 uh, the S&P's down 67, uh, right at 4,200 here on the S&P. The NASDAQ down again. Uh, this one not bad. Twitter, uh, at least right now, some positive things about uh, Elon Musk and his uh, proposal for Twitter. Uh, it, it'll be interesting how that plays out. So Twitter's up about 3%. Everything else is down. Uh, and, uh, the NASDAQ's down a hundred more points, 12,700. Uh, gold, like I said, gold is down almost $40 today. Silver is down. Crude oil down almost $7 here. Uh, just above $95 as more lockdowns in China. Like I said, that's a, a temporary re- reprieve. Uh, copper, as an example, copper is the lowest it's been in a long time, $4.40 here on copper. Uh, these shutdowns, however long they last, they're not going to last forever, Jason. They won't last forever. Uh, but, Joe, I mean, we'll just keep watching things. And, uh, you know, certain assets classes falling, it's, it's, a, it's a different, you know, situation. Uh, you know, and, and, and if everything's going down, Joe, if they, if they really shrink the money supply, look at like, you know, let's face it. How about this? Every dollar in circulation is an instrument of debt. Let's say Biden actually erases all the student debt, uh, Joe. That would actually shrink the money supply. They'll take that debt and they'll just load it up as housing. And this will cause the prices of everything to go down. There's less, you know, they're going to, you know, try to eliminate the inflation. But, Joe, I, we don't know the games they're playing. We, we listened to Glenn Beck a month or two ago. Talk about a trillion dollars a week going in. We just don't know where the money's going in. We don't know exactly where it's going out. Uh, and any number of things can happen. And this is why I've always liked my savings all in gold, Joe, because yeah, that's one thing. Even if the, the spot price goes up or down, it doesn't matter. It's going to buy the same amount of things. It's always going to protect my purchasing power. Yeah, and it's going to be, I, I don't know. I don't know how all of this works out. It, it, we'll, we'll learn more, I think. Uh, certain industries are going to be horribly affected uh, by the lockdowns in China. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably thinking uh, toys as an example comes to my mind because it seems like everything in the toy section uh, is made in China. Appliances, 
from from coffee makers to microwaves to st- stoves and dryers and wash machines. I, I'm I'm imagining because all of that's uh, the vast majority of it is all made in China. Uh, we could see uh, really empty shelves in certain areas. Uh, then, then you throw on all the food stuff and, of course, all the dollar printing. It, it's at infinitum. We, we, we've plastered the world full of debt, and then we tried to cover it up through uh, balance sheets and all these other ridiculous ideas. Now, remember student loan debt. J- Jason keeps bringing it up. Listen, it's almost $2 trillion. That's actually not counted on the debt. The thirty trillion we have, because oh no, they got to pay it back, so that we won't count that. That would actually instantaneously add another two trillion dollars to the national debt. And I guess what the hell? If you're already at forty, what's another two, right, Jason? Yeah, it's only three, four percent. You know what? We can we can bear that one. It was just add three or four percent to your property taxes or your federal income tax or any of that. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, that's just great.